is the official watch of the NBA. Everybody who listens to this podcast knows how I feel about aggregation. I'm oddly intrigued by neck tattoos. You know, we love China. We love no playing there. It comes a dunk. Shut up and listen. You, you think you're better than me? Bye! All right, welcome back. Swish FM, Chris Mundelkin and Ben Craw. Uh, ben, much has been happening in the NBA this past week. Uh, you have expressed to me that your brain has uh, exploded, healed, re-exploded, uh, got better again. Chris, I feel like it's I'm in a Girls Gone Wild video in the middle of uh, spring break Mardi Gras in Cancun. It's just everything is happening at once, and uh, I'm thinking and embodying all thoughts in the universe currently. The, the seismic shifts and changes in the NBA, uh, the changes in the landscape this week have been fast and furious. Ben, they've done a number on your cerebral matter, so uh, helping us make sense of it all this week. Uh, actor, writer, executive producer. You know him from films like Welcome to Jurassic Talk, Oh My God, My Back, and his viral blockbuster POV, You're Over 30 and Gently Turn in Bed. It's Swish FM's resident league insider, Brandon Lizzie, a.k.a. Whammy. Wham, welcome back. Thanks for taking a couple of minutes away from uh, production. Can you yep. give us any details yep. on any of your upcoming film projects? Yeah, well, I'm thinking about doing uh, something called the NBA. That's that's kooky. After what we've experienced okay. in the past couple days, right? Very nice, NBA. Whammy. Very What's nice. the deal with that? NBA. What are you kidding me with this? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> should be called the NBO. NBO. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that one's not as good. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I like I like NBO. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. So, like I mentioned at the top of the show, here been a crazy week in the NBA. Um, we are going to hop into it with some. Uh, hot takes on some of the bigger headline stories from the past week. For the listeners, let's just lay out a couple of the ground rules real quick. So, you know, like I mentioned, tons been happening on and off the court the past couple of days. I'll introduce a topic, uh, just give some of the basic facts, a quick synopsis, and then from there, each one of us will have 30 seconds, a 30-second shot clock, if you will, to fire off any... Uh, any and all hot takes related to that topic. So it's 30 seconds apiece, not a second more, not a second less, whammy. And then from there, there will be a group communal two minutes where we'll discuss what's next uh, as it relates to the subject that we discussed. Everyone is encouraged to share the ball here. So we're not looking for ISO whammy. This is going to be past the rock. Everyone touches the ball. And then finally, uh, we have the bank, right? So many of our listeners have expressed a desire for both a larger bank allotment, but also um, stricter regulation. Um, again, wow. for our new listeners, um, the, the, the bank 
is a piggy bank uh, of shared time. If there's a particular uh, topic or subject that the group needs more time with, any one of us can file a claim for an extension. So let's say the topic is Kevin Durant and the Nets. Everyone fires off their 30 seconds of hot takes. Then we have our uh, our communal two minutes. But then let's say there's still more to be said. There's still more to be discussed. Whammy decides he's going to file a claim for an extension from the bank. So there's a total of five minutes, 300 seconds. So let's say Whammy uh, files a claim for 45 seconds. Great. So from there... Uh, it will move to a vote. Now, in the past, we've had a policy that an extension can only be granted with a full unanimous vote of confidence. Really? I uh, thought it was a majority. Getting, it wasn't a majority rules uh, situation. I think I think we needed uh, a unanimous vote. Mm. Today, we're going to try something. Yeah, a little slightly different, guys. Uh, in the interest of streamlining the arbitration process, we will move forward with an extension claim if it re- receives the support of just a simple majority. Mm. So, meaning two thirds. Two thirds. So if two of us vote. If two of us vote, yay, the bill passes. If two of us vote, nay, the bill fails. It's dead on arrival, and mm. then we just move forward without any further discussion. Um, so I just want to be a, clear that I don't agree to any of this, and let's get going. These takes are burning okay. my hands. <laughs> Whammy, and then last but not least, and is there a fili- filibuster option or any other sort of procedural, <laughs> you know, shenanigans that we can pull in the event of? If I run to the bathroom, you lose cloture. So mm, that is true. Yeah, there. I'm. If you vote present, that does not count toward the the two thirds majority, right? right? Yeah. Right. That's correct. It has to be a, a clear yay okay. vote. A clear yay. Yeah. And then, lastly, most importantly, as we talked about last week, we must all respect one another's ideas right. and rights to quiet, uninterrupted <laughs> silence. Yeah. As Devin Booker and the uh, Suns and Four fan have so wonderfully taught us, without silence, there can only be violence. Wow. So mm. without further ado, guys, let us hop into it with these hot takes. I am going to start the clock. So we'll begin with Whammy. We'll move on to Ben. I'll close us out. So it'll be 30 seconds apiece on our first topic, which will be the Atlanta Hawks and Trey Young making that epic comeback last night. Mm. I'll give us a quick little synopsis of what happened. And then Whammy, I'll let you know when you're on the clock. You'll have 30 seconds. So the Atlanta Hawks last night, they erase a 26-point deficit to the Philadelphia 76ers. They take a 3-2 series lead. Atlanta trailed by 24 points with two minutes left in the third. Uh, They went on an 8-2 run to finish out uh, the third quarter, and then they had a huge final quarter. Atlanta outscored Philadelphia 40-19. So, Whammy, we are going to put you on the clock here for 30 seconds. Give us your hottest take here. 30 seconds, Whammy. You're on the clock. NBA, are you serious? I bank the rest of my time. (laughs) Bank. You want to bank no, no, this? Just, so you have 22 seconds. That's just left. a goof. That's just a goof, folks. Just uh, a goof. Just a I goof. Saw, Keep the clock I running. Saw yesterday, trading, trading on seconds. Twitter. I saw uh, trade Ben trending on Twitter, and I thought, not Ben. Hey, Kaw. no, He's don't trade me. Uh-uh. And then I realized I'm locked up in a long-term contract. People beefing on Ben Simmons, and I just think, uh, you know, it's the guy's um, time. fifth time. year. Give him some slack. That's time. He's a good player. That is time. He's a good NBA player. Save it for the communal. I will use yeah, the bank. Save it for the communal time. Okay. <laughs> All right, Ben, we're going to move on to you. You'll have 30 seconds. Give us uh, give us a thought here. Give us a hot take on 
Uh, Trey Young and those Atlanta Hawks making that comeback last night. They got a 3-2 series lead. You're on the clock, Ben. 3-2 series lead for Atlanta. What a comeback. Trey Young, uh, you know, what can you say? He's just um, quite the player. Uh, I think he really wants this series. I think he... uh, I think he really wants to get to the next round. My hot take for the entire week is don't blame Ben. Ben's are your friend. Yeah. And that is a motto that I try to live by and that has served me well throughout my life. Um, And that is time. Time. That is time. (laughs) Fantastic. I really like that, Ben. Thank you. Uh, All right. We'll wrap it up with uh, CW. This will be 30 seconds of a hot take. Uh, Of course, the Atlanta Hawks defeated the 76ers to take a 3-2 series lead. Here we go. Um, My hot take is, wow. I mean, incredible last night. Trey Young is just (laughs) More like NB, wow. The Sixers became the only team to lose back-to-back 18-point leads in a playoff Oof, game uh, in, in playoff games in the last 25 years. Um, they had there was a 22-point halftime deficit that the Hawks overcame. Uh, Trey Young just poured it on last night, 39 points, and that's my time. Time. Wow. Um, okay, so now from here we will move into our two-minute. Uh, communal uh, time where we're going to talk about what's next. This is not our bank time. This is distinct this is from bank. the oh, no, 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 communal no, no, no. bank. This is this is this is uh, this is a more local bank, not our central national bank. That's right. No one's taking a loan here. Right. Uh, we are entitled to two minutes to talk about what is next for these Hawks and this series. So, And to be clear, uh, Chris, it's not possible to transfer this bank time into the larger bank, right? If we Is this like a, basically a mandatory two-minute period? Or yeah, you if, have two minutes, and you have to use your time. Got it. So it does and not again, roll over. We, it's not transferable. There's no rollover. Got it. And again, I will encourage everyone to share that rock. So it's two minutes, and we are on the clock. So what do you guys think is next for... The Hawks and Trey Young here. Do we think, uh, Whammy, that that the Hawks are going to win this series, or uh, Ben? Do we expect the Philadelphia 76ers to make a comeback and, and yeah. pull it out in seven games? I've been I've been on the Hawks winning the series train since Joel hurt his knee. I don't think you can trust the health of Joel Embiid. You know he's obviously played great, uh, 37 points last night. But as a, in our last pod, I'd like to point out that it is truly the depth of the uh, Hawks and the lack of depth on the Sixers that is tipping the series. All Almost all of the 76ers starters are positive plus minus. Almost actually all of the Hawks starters are negative plus minus. And then their bench is crazy, including Lou Williams, who was plus 31 and absolutely mm. sort of took yeah. over the game for like, a, I think it was 11 or 13 straight points in the fourth quarter. And he came in just to foul Ben Simmons and then sort of took over the scoring and uh, tipped the game. So um, It does seem like um, the team in the NBA with the most depth at this point, like what COVID has done to the NBA this year is just ravage everyone's health, obviously. Mm-hmm. So it does seem like the team maybe with the most depth and talent uh, onto you know through their bench is is gonna it, maybe be the team that that does. I the think best. that's the I difference know. between the big three and the big two is that you know the big two with no depth doesn't work. The big three with no depth seems to work. Like it you know you the you got yeah. the Warriors who can win and have nobody on their bench and I just don't think you can do that when you have only two superstars. You know as as a 
as nice as that ten is. Ten seconds. Ten seconds left. Ben, do the Sixers make this a seven-game series, or does uh, Atlanta close it out? Five seconds. Go, <laughs> <laughs> hey, no, Ben. You're up. Oh, well, it's all right. Lost all right, to history. So that we take can, is lost we, to history. Well, we we can. It's okay. Uh, I'll I'll be able to get that one out. We can talk about a bank situation if you guys want, or do you want to move on? I think we got it. Yeah, I'm happy to move on. Uh, happy to move on. Yeah, I'll let I'll let the bank. listeners just imagine the spiciness Response. of that take that was just right at the tip of my tongue. Yeah. But uh, talking about the big two, we must respect the big two of <laughs> of t- of minute. You know, the big the hand, yeah. the big hand, and the little hand. Exactly. The big hand. Yeah. That's those are our big twos. The The hour hand. The right hand of the banker. Mm -hmm. Yep. One hand one hand holds holds the minutes, the other hand uh, buzzes fires the gun and and hits that hits the buzzer. Exactly. We absolutely have to move on. So let's talk now about the L.A. Clippers. Mm. Kawhi Leonard. News comes out that Kawhi Leonard could miss the rest of the series against the Utah Jazz here with a knee injury. L.A. Clippers star Kawhi Leonard missed game five against the Jazz the other night in the Western Conference semis. Uh, injures his right knee. He could be out the remainder of the series. The Clippers announced that he sustained a right uh, knee sprain in game four Monday night and that there's no timetable for his return. There's growing concern that the injury may be a tear, either uh, partial or full to Kawhi's ACL. So Whammy, I'm going to set the clock for you. You'll have 30 seconds. Uh, don't mess around. 30 seconds. Make the most of your time and you are live, Whammy. Yeah, I guess this last game I mean, that they played without Kawhi and the Jazz lost and that was a huge shock to me. I thought the Jazz would take it, but it seems like they're just sort of Wiley Coyote that game where they just realized that they were in midair, looked down, and fell. But I think you know they would easily take the next two and move on to the finals, which would be a great Jazz versus Suns finals. I think that's way more exciting than a Kawhi-less Clippers versus the Suns, but it would be nice for Chris Paul. That's time. Very nice, mm. Whammy. Very nice. Uh, expertly managing the clock there, Whammy. Ben, uh, the ball is really yours. Well We're going to talk about Kawhi Leonard. Uh, give us your hottest take here with that knee injury for Kawhi and the clips. Is it uh, seconds, Ben? Is it possible to ask a quick question outside of my 30-second time allotment? Yeah, for sure. For Do sure. we know? Yeah. Um, uh, I'm just trying to check a little online here. There's no breaking news about whether or not it's a tear or like a full tear or just no, like because all, all they've said is out. yeah they've said ACL yeah. injury he said it's I read that they expect Kawhi told his teammates to expect him not to be back in this series mm. yeah so. they they said knee sprain after the game that's what ESPN reported and then yesterday the athletic Shams started using the language uh, tear ACL injury and that it, it, there's a potential that it could be torn so i think in the next 48 hours we're going to hear specifically what's I, going I can't on. imagine he'll be back for this yeah. series and so that's all that's all the clarity that you'll get ben you have 30 seconds here for your spiciest take on Kawhi. should be easy seconds. for you ben you've been in this situation and you before are, you are live ben 30 seconds okay okay um my uh my take is that Kawhi leonard is going to shock the world and return wow. for game uh, whatever it is, six, seven. What? Where are we six. at now? 
Six. We're heading into he, ten seconds. He is a, t- a Terminator, which, as we all know, is a cyborg, a cybernetic organism. Yep. Therefore, I believe he has a mechanical um, tendon in his leg that cannot be injured, and he it's will. Time. Yes. Thank you. Dr. Ben Croft, folks. Yeah. Expertly managed. All right. We'll wrap up with CW here. Uh, 30 seconds on Kawhi Leonard. Make the most of your time, CW. Here we go. All right. So, um, yeah, I mean, Kawhi, listen, Kawhi Leonard is a gamer. He battles. He plays through mm. the most excruciating pain. He mm. does floor. what's asked of him, guys. But this now is Reggie Jackson's team. Uh, Whammy, Reginald Sean Jackson is an American professional basketball player for the Los Angeles Clippers in the National Basketball Association. Uh, Whammy, he played three seasons for the Boston uh, College Eagles before declaring for the 2011 NBA draft, where he selected 24th overall. By the Hi, we're looking on time there, Chris. Yeah. That's time. That's done. I'm going to tell you, folks, you're not going to get that info in another podcast. Yep. All right, so we are going to reset this. Uh, this is going to move into our communal two minutes now. We're oh, going baby. to talk about what's next for Kawhi and the Clippers. This is when it gets uh, fun, folks. <laughs> we're not looking for ISO. We're not looking for ISO ball. This Mm-mm. is everyone's going to share the rock. This is here, the beautiful so game. Everyone touches the ball. Three-man so weave, we call two it. Minutes, yep. Two minutes. What, uh, ben, Whammy, what's next for the Clippers and Kawhi. Do we think these guys can uh, get past the Jazz and make it to the Western Conference Finals? I hope not. Uh, And not because I don't like the Clippers, but because I just feel like we've watched these two just crushing previous games where, you know, one team was supposed to win and then they just, you know, doinked it away in the... um, what the uh, Bucks and the um, oh my goodness, the Bucks and the Sixers, Sixers, and, and you just don't want to yeah. see the Jazz. I just don't want to see the Jazz just completely implode when they have the open road in front of them. I want them to hit the gas. I want them to make the finals. I want it to be two weird teams that have never won the championship. I mean, I guess the Clippers, right. the Clippers haven't either, but you know, I almost don't think about them as a team so much as I just think about them as Kawhi. So anyway, I, I hope they don't win, but I hope um, Kawhi's healthy. Ben, are you pulling for uh, one team or the other here, the Clippers or the Jazz? Um, I think at the beginning of the series uh, on our last pod, I did predict a four-game sweep, sweep by the uh, Los Angeles Clippers, so I am going right. stick, to stick to my guns there. And, the cardboard, yeah. Yep, uh, the cardboard, the joy that this team plays with. You know, with or without Kawhi, I think they have an abundance of joy. I think they have their own little piggy bank of joy that they can dip into whenever they want. Right. Um, yeah. They have, you know, um, uh, superfluous joy uh, that they that they can, you know, sort of um, call on but whenever they need to. You want to see the Jazz eat it, is what you're saying. I'm sticking with my prediction of a four-game sweep by the Los Angeles <laughs> Clippers. Wow. Yep. Wow, 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 wow. It's the only yep. way to do it. Yeah. I mean... Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll wrap up here, guys. Um, y- you know, Reggie Jackson was born in Italy. <laughs> um, he's got those wow. specs, the glasses. Do you love uh, those glasses? That he wears during the game. We love those. He dons that headband, of course. We love that. And um, this is his team. Um, as I mentioned, you know, uh, uh, that is our time. Is he one of three minimum guys on the Clippers or something like that? Uh, no, he makes more than the minimum. I think he makes fourteen million dollars no, this so. year. He was cut by the Pistons, and that's, I believe signed. With. Hang on, what's it, uh, what? What clock are we on right now? This is uh, timeout. Yeah, Do not hot take in this time. Yeah, you're right. Mm-mm. Okay, 
Um, well, we are we we definitely have time in the bank. If anyone wants to file a claim for an extension, if if there's more to be said here about the Clippers and the Jazz, I'm happy to uh, listen to a claim for an extension. Otherwise, we'll move forward. So, what's next? Um, Here's a question, Chris: Are you allowed to yeah. file an extension on behalf of another party? Basically, if I wanted to hear more about Reggie Jackson from right. you, could I sure. propose? That yeah, you actually yeah. use this time. Let's yeah. Okay. I um. Right, so Ben has put Ben's put forth an extension. Yeah. Uh, ben, is there a, is there a time uh, claim that you'd like to attach? I'll go with um. Extension? I'll say fifty seconds, Chris. Fifty second claim. Yeah. Uh, five zero fifty. Yeah. Okay. And Do we need a vote? So let's put it to a vote. Uh, uh, Whammy, we can't see your hands. So, Whammy, are you a yay or a nay on a, a Clippers extension? Yay. 50 seconds. Yay. So, Ben and Whammy, that's two yays. Well, I didn't actually vote. I, pr- I proposed. I didn't, but oh, I don't think I... I... Excuse me. Yeah. Yeah. Ben, I'm gonna, are you a yay or a nay? I'm going to vote present on this one, Chris. So, that's a, that's a go. It's <laughs> a pass-through. That, well, I think it Why depends on majority. Chris now. No. Um, mm, yeah, I, I'll one out of two is support. not oh, okay. There we go. All right, it's a moot <laughs> point. Support the extension. So let me just a little premature there, Whammy. Have you reached a verdict? We have, Your Honor. Three hundred seconds in total. We're now removing fifty. So that's going to leave you guys at two fifty in your bank. So moving forward, you'll have two hundred and fifty seconds of bankable time. Mm. So fifty seconds. We are back on the clock here, talking about Reggie Jackson. So yeah, so Reggie Jackson played college ball at Boston College, whammy. He played for the Eagles. The Golden Eagles or just the Eagles? uh, Are they the Golden Eagles? I forget. I think the Golden Eagles, yeah. Golden Eagles, okay. Anyways, he declared for the 2011 NBA draft, and he was selected 24th overall by Oklahoma City Thunder, by the Oklahoma City Thunder. He was born in Italy. Um, Like I said, he's got those, those, those glasses that he wears. He has the headband. And it's his team now. We know about guys like Luke Kennard and Marcus Morris, Ivaka Zubac, Pat Bev, Terrence Mann. Of Jay course, Scrub. there's uh, Paul George, Jay Scrub. But this squad now answers to Reggie Jackson. The other night against the Jazz, he had 22 points, 8 of 15 shooting, and that's our time. Well, wow. Actually, so- could I file an extension on top of that extension, Chris? An extension on an extension? Yeah, I just need to make a quick clarification here. Yes. All right, Ben. I think I so shouldn't need more much, than... What, yeah, what are you thinking? Uh, I'll go like 25 seconds. Uh, do we have the support? I can certainly get behind you Ben and doing 25 seconds. Yeah. yeah, so let's grant Ben 25 seconds. So that Ben, that brings the bank down to 225. I'll put 25 seconds on your clock. And you're live, Ben. 25 seconds. Yeah, so real quick, uh, it's actually the the uh, usual sort of team nickname, mascot name is just the Boston College Eagles. Uh, the term Golden Eagles refers strictly to BC graduates who have celebrated their 50th anniversary reunion. Uh, I was and, uh, wow. and Double Eagles refer to alumni who attended, attended Boston College High School. That's time. Oh, okay. Yeah. Just... Okay, very interesting. Yeah. Very interesting in a limited amount of time uh, to learn that. That is that is fantastic. All right, mm-hmm. we're going to move forward, guys. Uh, we're going to talk now about the Phoenix Suns and Chris Paul. Guys, we got oh news boy. that Chris Paul is out. 
Oh, I have a feeling indefinitely. we're going to need some bank time for this one. Yeah, he is placed on the NBA's health and safety protocols. Phoenix Suns point guard Chris Paul has entered the NBA's health and safety protocols. He's out indefinitely, uh, putting his availability into question for the Western Conference Finals. The NBA's rules for coronavirus-related quarantining have evolved over the season as players and coaches were vaccinated. ESPN's Matt Barnes on Wednesday said that Chris Paul told him that he had been vaccinated, which may in fact shorten his absence from the team. It's unclear if CP3 will be ready for game one of the West Finals. Whammy, we'll begin with you. You have 30 seconds. Make the most of your time. You're going to be giving us a hot take on Chris Paul, uh, who has uh, uh, landed on the NBA's health and safety protocols. What What's it mean, Whammy? 30 seconds, you're live. He'll be back. You have six days um, until the start of the West Finals. If they play the next two games, I fully expect there to be two more games in the series between Utah and the Clippers, and I fully expect Chris Paul to test negative. Before then, you know, the miracle of the vaccine is real, and it saved our country and our world. Thank you, science, and uh, we owe the Western Conference Finals being good to that vaccine, hopefully. And that is time, Whammy. Nicely done. You have really refined your clock management skills. This guy's skills. a pro. Mm. Nicely done, Ben. You're gonna you're gonna be on the clock here. Um, Chris Paul, point guard for the Phoenix Suns. He's out indefinitely. He's mm. on the NBA's health and safety protocols, and it's unclear if he's gonna be ready for Game One of the Western Conference Finals. Ben, give us a take. Thirty seconds. You're on the clock. Uh, well, speaking of health and safety, Chris. Um, at a, at a time uh, in the past, um, a uh, pair of uh, real live golden eagles uh, sourced from Texas and New Mexico were given to the college, uh, Boston College's gifts. Sadly, one escaped and the other broke its beak trying. And so for the next wow. four years, the official mascot was a stuffed golden eagle located in the athletic offices. Um, that's time. Okay. Jesus. You know, breaking your wow. beak trying, that's commendable. Yeah. Yep. Exactly. Yep, 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 yep. That's what All right, C-Dub's do. on the clock here. Yeah. 30 seconds. We're Reminds talking Chris of, Paul. Yeah, we're, Chris we're, Paul. We're talking Chris Paul. He's on those health and safety protocols. Uh, here we go, 30 seconds. Guys, COVID, COVID-19 uh, or coronavirus-19 is no <laughs> laughing matter. I don't think, they, uh, I don't think anyone a, calls it that. It is a contagious disease. <laughs> um, it is a severe acute respiratory syndrome. Uh, caused by coronavirus 2 or SARS-CoV-2. Um, it was first identified in Wuhan, China, back in December 2019, and it has spread world worldwide. After being deliberately released un- from a That's laboratory. Th- that is the time. Well, that is, God, it goes by quick. Yeah, I'll tell you what is not, not released was that golden eagle. <laughs> it goes by quick, huh? All right, uh, we'll put two minutes on the clock. Uh, We're going to have a communal two minutes here where we're going to talk as a group, as a family, about what is next for Chris Paul and those Phoenix Suns. Uh, Two minutes, we're on the clock, and let's share that rock. Any doubt that he'll be back? I mean, I think he'll be six days is a long time. You know, 10-day quarantine is the protocol, so four more days over the six but having been already vaccinated you'd expect that he would test negative in the near future yeah it's exceedingly rare to test positive (laughs) after being vaccinated and then it's you know 
There are, what do they call them, like breakthrough cases? There are breakthrough right? cases. They tend to be like murky in terms of did they start, you know, did you get it before you got your second dose? Or did you mm. get, you know, like that, that's what a lot of the right. early breakthroughs were. It's exceptionally rare for somebody to. Got it to a timer. I need to put mm-hmm. you on pause. Yeah. Said another, another uh, Andrew Yang canvasser. Well, while we're waiting, the nickname Eagles goes back to 1920 when Reverend Edward McLaughlin, unhappy at seeing a newspaper cartoon which represented Boston College as a cat after a track victory, wrote to the college newspaper The Heights, quote, It is important that we adopt a mascot to reside at our powwows and triumphant feats. And why not the eagle, symbolic of majesty, power, and freedom? Its natural habitat is the high places. Surely the heights is made to order for such a selection. Proud would the BC man feel to see the BC eagle snatching the trophy of victory from old opponents, their tattered banner clutched in his talons as he flies aloft. But if you've ever had a cat, you know they like high places. So I don't understand. That is true. I can definitely confirm that as the current owner of four cats. We're back. Yeah, we're back. So I will put a minute 20 on our clock, which is where we were at when I had a package arrive at the door here. Okay. Um, And we will continue talking about this Chris Paul situation. Uh, So minute 20, we're back. Yeah, I hope he will be vaccine in the finals. Mm. Guys, um, this this, uh, COVID has been an outright mess. You heard it here first. Long story short, please take it seriously. If you're not vaccinated, consider getting the vaccine. I'm very happy with my Moderna uh, dosage that I got. It's it's done wonders for me. Take it seriously. Uh, here at Swish FM, we're wishing, obviously, the best for Chris Paul and his family. Hopefully, yeah. it's nothing serious. We're three for three uh, on vaccines hear, here on the pod, folks. Mm-hmm. Happy to hear that CP3 was vaccinated and wishing him, uh, if he is feeling sick, a uh, uh, fast and speedy recovery but i'm with you whammy i I expect him to get back onto the court hopefully this is maybe just some sort of fluky um thing where he accidentally tested positive i I can't imagine uh what 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 may have happened yeah i I hope that's our time blip on the radar is it possible to file an extension or is that uh is it not the time i'll tell you right now i'm voting it down we could certainly put it to an eagle this is an eagle extension you can see it in ben's eyes (laughs) no no um, listen, all I can say is this is this is actually a, a relevant uh, uh, well, thing that I that I have to share. Okay, let's put it to a vote, Ben. How much time are you looking for? Keep in mind, Whammy, there are 225 seconds in the bank. So let's hear let's hear what Ben has in mind. If he's being uh, sensible, if he has something <laughs> meaningful to contribute, we we owe him a chance. Let's hear him out. So Ben, how much time would you like are you asking for in this extension? Um, I'll go for another 25, please. Wow. And okay, so Whammy, there we have 225 in the bank. Uh, Wham, is that is that it's something to no. get behind? It's a hard pass, folks. Mm. A hard no. Mm. Ouch. Ladies and gentlemen of the jury, you've heard a lot here today and I'm not going to try to go back over it all again for you. I mean, I would I guess I would be, be the deciding vote here. Yeah, um, I'm a yay. Uh, for the for the record, I'm a yay. Okay. <laughs> yeah, Ben is a yay. Um, you know what? I'm going to I'm going to get behind Ben here. I'm yes. Support this motion. Yes. Hope you so like this Eagles. This is going to bring us down. This is going to bring us down to 200 seconds in the bank. Um, the Phoenix. I, I would like some news about the Phoenix. 
a fiery bird that rose clock. from its own ashes, not the eagle. And we have a twenty. We have a, a twenty-five that's second never clock been on here. Fire. We have a twenty-five second clock here for Ben. Ben, whenever you're ready, twenty-five seconds, and we are talking Chris Paul and COVID nineteen and health and safety protocols for the Phoenix Suns. Twenty-five seconds, Kat. Yeah. So I told you about that pair of golden eagles, one of which escaped and the other broke its beak trying. Um, so in nineteen sixty-one, another attempt was made at a live mascot for Boston College when the college adopted a ten-month-old golden eagle named Margot, so named because the team colors are maroon and gold. Margot lived at the Franklin Park Zoo and was brought to all home games for several years until dying of a That's virus. Nice. Oh. Early in the 1966 season. Wow. Wow. Very interesting, Ben. I am, I, I for one, wow. am happy we extended. Yeah, that uh, felt on, like guys. pretty necessary to share with our listeners. We're going to move on here to Scott Brooks. Scott mm. Brooks is out, Whammy, as coach of the Washington Wizards. His contract talks fell through. Uh, Washington Wizards, they announced uh, on Wednesday that the team would not bring back coach Scotty Brooks with general manager Tommy Shepard saying it was his decision not to renew Brooks's deal. Quote, it is something from a personal standpoint that was very, very difficult, Shepard said. Scotty is probably one of the finest people that I've ever worked with in my life, a dear, close friend. But in this business, we have to be about results moving forward and the ability of getting better. And I made the decision to do this. I wouldn't say it didn't work, he added, quote, I just think it's time to move on. Whammy, we're going to put 30 seconds on the clock for you here. We're going to want a hot take, something spicy. Uh, give the listeners what they love, Whammy. Uh, 30 seconds, you are on the clock. Yeah, I have high hopes for Scott Brooks in Washington. He was, if you remember, supposed to bring Kevin Durant there after his time in Oklahoma City. He'll get another job. There's only like four NBA coaches that keep getting the same open jobs. And, you know, the best he did was the conference semis in 2017 with the Wizards. But he'll get another job, and you know, best of luck to him. He, it's tough not to root for the guy who was the coach of, of that Oklahoma City team. So. And done very nicely, Whammy. Very nicely managing the clock. Uh, ben, you're you're going to be on the clock. Give us a thought here on Scotty Brooks. Your hottest take, thirty seconds, and you can begin, Ben. Uh, so by the time Margot died in 1966, <laughs> eagles had become endangered species, and the university then opted to go to a costumed mascot. In 2000, with the unveiling of the current athletics logos, the Boston College Eagle mascot received a visual makeover as well, and has appeared that way since. Um, also, the mascot officially got the name Baldwin. Now, you may remember I said that, um, that Margo was a little play on words with maroon and gold. So get this, guys. Baldwin. It's time. Oh, okay. All right. Yep. We can certainly consider it in the uh, extendable. See if we want to go back. A little bit of a cliffhanger there, folks. Yep. All right. CW's on the clock here. Here we go. 30 seconds. Scotty Brooks. He's out as Washington's coach. What do we got? Jeez Louise. Fare thee well, Scotty Brooks. Holy smokes. Don't let the door hit you on the way out. More like NBGs. Uh, a, tough, a, a tough break for a good guy, a former Nick. Ben, we've talked about that incredible segment Scott mm. Brooks helped produce back in the day with Walt Clyde Frazier on, Mattis, on, on uh, MSG during a Knicks game. Knicks legend. 90s. Classic bit, really funny stuff, Whammy, about how Walt Clyde Frazier would be coming out of retirement, coming off the bench, and would be taking Scotty Brooks's 
spot on the bench. That's my time. All right, guys, we are going to move into the two-minute communal period, uh, Share the Rock. We're going to talk about what's next for Scotty Brooks and those Washington Wizards. Two minutes. Here we go. Is there a coach that we can think of, Whammy, who might make sense in Washington? Is there is there someone? Um, yeah. Where do, or where do we see Scotty Brooks going from here? I'm gonna go with um, Big Big Grundis, and that's a combination of the newly fired Stan Van Gundy and Jeff Van Gundy um, coming in as a sort of matrashaka single coach entity combined tag team. By yeah, combined. Physically combined by their love of basketball. Um, wow. And, you know, I think that, that that could do the city wonders. Of course, the Wizards, uh, you know, made the playoffs this year and, you know, have a reasonably bright future ahead of them. Uh, I love Rui Hachimura. love Bradley Beal. Yeah. Um, and then they've got other players on there, I'm told. You mentioned Bradley Beal, guys. There was this one tidbit. I mean, this thing with Tommy Shepard is, is really interesting to me. So Bradley Beal and, I guess, Russell Westbrook both supported – keeping Scotty yeah, Brooks after the Wizards there. were eliminated by the Sixers they expressed their support for him coming back but Washington GM Tommy Shepard said no thanks he said quote this is showbiz not show friends and what we got to do as an organization that? is that a this real is quote, a real quote. <laughs> this is quote this is showbiz and he's not talking not about switching show- the mascot at Boston College yeah. Not or was that a friends. reference to the newly revived show Friends on Netflix? <laughs> no. This is showbiz, not, not show friends. friends. What mm. we have to do as an organization is continue to do whatever it takes to have sustainable winning. Okay. Guys, that to I'm me sorry. sounds like the not fucking around crew. <laughs> I'm sorry. When you trade uh, Russell Westbrook for John Wall, who has just you know a 40 million dollar salary for the next 40 years or whatever that's a that's a great trade and to take that team to the playoffs you know scott brooks is not at fault here he did as best he could do we need uh more time uh does anyone want to talk about an extension there are 200 seconds in the bank i'm good uh i mean i could probably go for another 30 35 this is ego-related, guys. Don't fall for it. I mean, listen, I kind of had a little little loose loose th- uh, end there hanging uh, that I would love to tie up. We've got um, more topics. How, how much we time? We do have more ben, topics, that's time, true. How much time do you need? Um, I'll just go for can a lean... A I'll go for a lean 15 seconds. Can you, can you get it done in 10? Uh, I could try for 10. So let's take... Ten from your bank. Uh, 190 seconds remain, so you'll have 10 seconds, Ben. Uh, wrap it up. Let's hear about that eagle. 10 seconds, and you are live. Go ahead, Ben. So the Boston College mascot, uh, Baldwin the Eagle, was named Baldwin as a combination of the words bald, as in bald eagle, and win. Wow. Incredible. That's fantastic, Ben. <laughs> All right, so we are there from the Boston College faithful. They love their puns we, up in Boston. This is a pun <laughs> town. In Portmanteau, my friend. I uh, believe that's it's a. Portmanteau. It's a. I think it's also. It could also be classified as a pun because technically. The combination of words. Moving on. Mm, yeah, but it's a play on words. Therefore, it's a pun. All right, Donnie Nelson is out as Dallas Mavericks president of basketball operations after 24 seasons with the franchise, guys. 
longtime Mavericks president of basketball ops and general manager Donnie Nelson is out after 24 seasons. Uh, the, the departure comes after internal friction due to increased decision-making uh, and influence over Maver uh, from Mavericks director of quantitative research and development, Haralabob Vulgaris. Oh, boy. Um, we are going to look for a hot take from you here, Whammy. 30 seconds. Give the people what they love. We want to hear your thoughts on Don Nelson being ousted with the Dallas Mavericks. Go ahead. Yeah. Um, you know, very unique GM in the NBA. Probably one of the first to really embrace foreign-born players and that legacy, you know, from Dirk to Doncic is, uh, you know, front and center in these playoffs earlier in the rounds. But, you know, 35 years... Or whatever, what was it, 35? 24. 24. 24. 35 years. Um, you know, best of luck to them, you know, on to the next. I think they can stand to change up the top. Nicely done, Whammy. Uh, ben, you're on the clock. 30 seconds. Give us a thought or two here on Donnie Nelson. He's out in Dallas as president of Basketball Ops. Go ahead. Yeah, um, our NBA insider Whammy just expertly noted um, Donnie Nelson Jr.'s, you know, connection and uh, sort of, um, uh, um, you know, cutting edge uh, adoption of uh, foreign born players. And uh, that makes me think of uh, Serenus Marshallunas, who was, uh, of course, the the Lithuanian wonder that he uh, that he first, uh, you know, sort of caught wind of back in the late 80s and brought over to the Golden State Warriors franchise. so he uh, he will yeah no doubt yeah. his impact has been uh, everybody remembers incredible. that '88 Olympic team with Arvita Sabonis and Sergis Marshallunas yeah that's right that's right they crushed our games. they crushed our dreams and that's what made the dream team happen so that dreams would never be right. crushed ever again we'll put CW on the clock 30 seconds make the most of it I was shocked yeah shocked to hear that Donnie Nelson was leaving the team he was obviously widely credited for scouting and pushing for two of the biggest acquisitions in the history of the Mavericks, the draft day trades for Dirk Nowitzki and Luka Doncic. Uh, But of course, guys, this week we heard rumors about that friction within the Mavericks franchise that Haralabob Volgaris was secretly acting as a shadow GM. Uh Haralabob is a renowned NBA gambler. Fuck, that's my time. That is... Wow, that one really caught you. That one. Sorry. Yeah. So we're going to move into the. Uh, it is unforgiving. Minutes, unforgiving. Um, that 30 second merciless. timer. Yep. Yep. Merciless. Inexorable. Uh, Cannot. Two minutes. Two it. minutes of communal time. Let's talk about what's next for the Dallas front office and uh, those Mavericks. Two minutes. Here we go, guys. Share the rock. Yeah. What's next? Yeah. What's next? Um, you know, I don't, I'm not sure what's next. I'm sure they'll get more of an analytical approach or whatever, whatever newfangled math, mathematician they'll put in there. But I do want to throw back to Wang Zhiji and Eduardo Nahara. Sure. I remember a quote from Mark Cuban a long time ago that they had like five national heroes on their team. And they were basically alluding to the fact that they had, you know, Wang Zhiji from China, Eduardo Nahara from Mexico, uh, Dirk Nowitzki from Germany. And I forget, I'm forgetting the other that he was talking about but what if Sean Bradley from from America from America (laughs) I think yeah that's that's the fifth one yeah Um, I I just thought that that is a fun philosophy it's not easy to do 
what they did when you know going with players from overseas versus the traditional system and you know the global game of basketball has been a really fun addition to the NBA and um, I don't know I I would I would celebrate his career I wish him the best um, and you know the more people playing hoops the better is my, what I'm going to say about that uh, I actually have a correction to issue which is that Sean Bradley was born in Lenstuhl West Germany in wow. 1972. So, in fact, he was German-American and uh, wow. probably also a, uh, a national hero and alongside. There are other, other teams like the Spurs doing the international players like Manu and stuff, but it just, it was cool to see that boom in the, yeah. in the yeah, late certainly. 90s, early 2000s. Mm-hmm. Back, back to Donnie Nelson, I, you know, I was shocked to hear that he was leaving. Obviously, a highly successful, seasoned NBA exec. Uh, son, except guys, he blew that Trey Young trade. He blew it. He did. Son of one of the two NBA. is still in the playoffs. Yeah, yeah. TikTok scoreboard people. Yeah. Mm. Son of former NBA head coach <laughs> Don Nelson. Mm. Um, that is our time. Do we want to mm. talk about extension? <laughs> Chris, go ahead. Give yourself 30 seconds. Yeah, you seem a little frustrated yeah, with the, <laughs> the time limit. We want everybody little... to come out of this feeling good, all right? Yeah. You know, ben and I stopped by the bank, and we got you at 30. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know what we'll do? We'll put 20 seconds. Take one Everybody out of my bank. Take one, take one out of my personal yourself. bank. Yeah. Uh, we'll put 30 seconds. You can have 30, like 30 from, from me, chain. from me personally. 30 from Ben, 10 from me. There you go. 30 seconds on that clock. So the bank has 160 in it. And this will be a 30-second extension, so we can all touch the rock. And we are live. So, yeah, I mean, this uh, Donnie Nelson's son of former NBA head coach Don Nelson. Fun little tidbit about him, if anyone was wondering. Don Nelson currently lives in... Drafted Eduardo Nahara. Hawaii. Lives in Maui. Lives in Maui, where he has a farm. He grows flowers, coffee, and cannabis. And he hosts... A local poker game with celebrities including Willie Nelson, Woody Harrelson, and Owen Wilson. Wow. So that is that is the time, guys. That is all the time. The basis for the movie um, Molly's Game. Mm. Or uh, I think you're thinking of uh, Rounders. Yes, uh, that's right. Yeah. The movie Rounders. Yep. yep. Yeah. Famously based uh, in Hawaii. We will move on, guys, to Stan Van Gundy, who is out. After one season with the New Orleans Pelicans, Stan Van Gundy hmm. is out. The news just uh, never quits, does it? No. It just doesn't stop. He's out after only one season with the team. Uh, Van Gundy and the Pelicans executive vice president of basketball operations, David Griffin, had been talking about the partnership for weeks. The Pelicans finished with a disappointing 31-41 and 41 record this past season and fell short of making the play-in tournament in the West. Whammy, we're going to want a hot take from you here. 30 seconds. Please make the most of your time. Let's hear a hot take on Stan Van Gundy and that whole situation in New Orleans. 30 seconds, man. Um, Very surprising to see David Griffin let two coaches in two years go. And this idea that they have Zion and they should make the playoffs, I think, is a little ludicrous. That team is full of really young, talented players that don't have a ton of playoff experience. They just traded Drew Holiday for Eric Gordon. That's not going to help you out on the floor, folks. So, you know, Stan Van can go. I think they could get a better coach in there. But it's surprising to see David Griffin make these moves so quickly when he's known for sort of waiting on these things. Ben, you're on the clock. 30 seconds. Stan Van Gundy is out in New Orleans. Give us your thoughts. 
Yeah, my hot take here is that uh, this franchise will never be the same after <laughs> David Griffin screwed over a uh, friend of the pod, J.J. Redick, um, the, the rock star of the NBA, the rock star of America. Um, I don't know what they were thinking. This Clearly, this is the... Yeah, they are just sowing the... Uh, what are they? Harvesting the fruits of... Uh, Reaping, reaping the, the, the yeah. yes, they are reaping and sowing and harvesting all the uh, terrible karma um, after JJ. Time. Yeah, that's yep, what that's, you, that's what you get. Okay. Very nicely, very nicely said, Ben. Thank uh, you, Thirty Chris. seconds. CW. Here we go. Thoughts. Shocking. Ugh. I mean, just utterly shocking and heartbreaking. Mm. Uh, quote, uh, on behalf of Mrs. Gail Benson and the Pelicans organization, I would like to thank Stan for the integrity and professionalism that he demonstrated during his time in New Orleans, as well as the commitment and work ethic that he brought to our team, David Griffin said in a statement. And I, the first thing I think of when I think of Stan Van Gundy is his professionalism and his integrity. And that's all the time we have. Unfortunately, guys. Um, so we'll put two minutes on the clock for our communal chat about what's next for the Pelicans, for Dave Griffin, for Stan Van Gundy. Two minutes. What do we think is next? Whammy, is there a coach uh, that you have in mind? How are you feeling? How are we feeling, Ben, about the situation in New Orleans with the Pelicans? I mean, bring in Scotty Brooks. There you go. That. Is an elegant solution. Should. I yeah, think that is going to solve everyone's taking solve it. it. Kills two birds with one stone, yeah, and I am not talking about bald eagles. Yeah. <laughs> if you're the Boston College bald eagle keepers, you have to kill the birds in other ways. But they yeah, you, can, you can't just let them escape stone. and then let the other one break its beak trying. <laughs> yeah. That is animal cruelty, and these are endangered. This is an endangered species that is extremely irresponsible and, uh, frankly, criminal. The person I am feeling most terribly for today, guys, is Mr. David Griffin. Mm. This guy is in agony, literally. <laughs> his words, not mine. Those are his words. I am. I mean, also my words because I'm repeating his initial words, but he told reporters that he agonized over this Agoni- decision. Yeah, agony. Agonized. Oof. And he said, uh, you know, it was a difficult decision. Uh, he wrought over this for, for, for weeks and weeks. Um, but it was not made out of uh, results. This decision was made out of a, quote, philosophical difference about how we're going to reach the next step in our development. And what's most striking about that, I thought, is that, you know, the Pelicans were 31 and 41, Mm. and that is not what got Stan Van Gundy fired, but instead it's that they have different philosophical differences about the future, and David Griffin... is the conceptual mastermind, the architect of a roster that included, you know, trading off Drew Holiday for Eric Bledsoe, yeah, um, trading for and extending Stephen Adams, Oof. one of the best modern centers in the NBA, <laughs> <laughs> drafting yet another point guard with the 13th overall pick, Kira Lewis, letting Derek Favors walk. That guy had disagreements well, with the coach about me, the future of the organization. Let me just say that it's funny. It's funny to say David Griffin. He's sort of in these GM positions where he's held hostage by a star player. Where you know, Cavs, it was LeBron. Um, you know, New Orleans, it was J- our, JJ. That's our time. But I think this is an important one. So why don't we? It's not a here. Let's get a one minute on that. 
Yeah, one, yeah one. let's give Whammy mm. a full 60 seconds. I support it. So that's two gays supporting the full 60 seconds for yeah. Whammy. Whammy, we are putting a minute on the clock. Go ahead. Pick up where you left off. He, you know, he is in a... David Griffin's in a fight for his life, too. If he cannot convince Zion Williamson to stay in... Uh, in the Pelicans organization, then you know he is he's gone yeah. and he's failed. So you know, when ben has made this case before. It it is a ticking time bomb. It is it's a, a ticking, ticking time bomb. He's ready to walk. I think yeah. if you ask me, the only way to keep him is you got to bring back Zion's best friend in the franchise, JJ Redick. Was that is that true? Great. Well, I mean they should do it. I mean he. So I remember t- hearkening back to the firing of. David Blatt on the Cavs, you know, De- Griffin was so out of his way saying, you know, this wasn't LeBron, this wasn't LeBron, when it was like 20 so seconds, clearly guys. LeBron. 20 seconds, make the most of it. David, he's got, to, I love him, he brought a, a championship to the Cavs, but he's got to do a better job putting talent around Zion, and then no one will care who the coach is, just like every other team in the NBA. Hmm. <sighs> wow. Beautifully said. And Ended with a flourish. Zion is breaking his beak trying to escape this cage. Yeah, he is a. Uh, so I think the Pelicans speak. may soon become an endangered yeah. species. Right, guys, if we're you, gonna move uh, on. Know to what here. I mean? We're They're gonna move on here to one of the most fun players in the NBA today. It's Charlotte Hornets player Lamelo Ball. He was voted this week as the NBA's Rookie of the Year. Um, Charlotte Hornets guard Lamelo Ball was named uh, the Rookie of the Year. He beat out finalists Anthony Edwards of the Minnesota Timberwolves, Tyrese Halliburton of the Sacramento Kings he w- uh, to win the award. This year, Lamelo averaged 15.7 points, 5.9 rebounds, 6.1 assists, a ha- a st- uh, 1.6 steals, uh, shot 35% from three, and... Uh, just contributed for his team in all sorts of really cool ways. So, Whammy, we're putting the we're putting the spotlight on you here, man. Thirty seconds. Give us a thought on Lamella Ball. He's your NBA Rookie of the Year. Uh, whammy, thirty seconds. Go ahead. Yeah, very interesting. Um, and I'm going to go from Lamelo to Carmelo, and I'm going to say that Anthony Edwards and Lamelo, in a statistically at least, kind of remind me of LeBron and Carmelo. Um, you know, sort of battling it out in different ways. Whereas Anthony Edwards is this, you know, explosive scorer, doesn't do a ton in the way of assists and ball handling, uh, making plays for his teammates. And LaMelo is like a sort of mini LeBron, uh, not as big, but not as powerful, but a little bit of a better shooter. So it's interesting to see these guys over the next couple years. <laughs> That's time. Fantastic, Whammy. Uh, ben, 30 seconds on the clock for you. Uh, your NBA Rookie of the Year this this year, Ben, is LaMelo Ball of the Charlotte Hornets. 30 seconds. Go ahead. Yeah, so um, following the death of Margot in 1966 <laughs> from this unnamed virus, um, the Boston College you know, really took took a break from the live, uh, live mascot tradition, but in 2013, a new athletic director brad bates brought back the live eagle uh during uh during halftime of football games after a fan contest to decide what to call the eagle it was named wells after wells crowther the hero who died helping others during the september 11 attacks that's that's time yeah fantastic ben all right, 30 seconds for CW on LaMelo Ball. Here we go. He's NBA Rookie of the Year. What do you got, CW? Super happy for LaMelo. He, I mean, this is a guy that missed 21 games this year with a fractured wrist. He's only 19 years old. He led all rookies in assists and steals. 
you know, all the draft talking heads really shit on this kid. Basically said he was like a yeah. globe trotter, you know, flashy passing. He's a me first, inefficient chucker, weird looking shot, doesn't play with any effort or intensity on defense. And in reality, none of that was true. And that's very satisfying for me. Uh, that's my time. Guys, we're going to move into the two minute communal section of what's next. So uh, here we go. Whammy, Ben, what do we think uh, LaMelo Ball can be? Are we excited about the, the future prospects for the Hornets? Uh, you know, is, do, do we feel like uh, Anthony Edwards or, or Halliburton was, uh, you know, snubbed? Give us some thoughts. Two minutes. What's next? Uh, I, I'm curious what you think about that LeBron and Carmelo comparison. I mean, the rest of this draft is... I loved it. Is pretty rough. Yeah, I love that. Yeah, Tyrese is a good player. Halliburton out there, but then you're looking at like Jay Sean takes Sadiq Bay. You know, it's not a obviously Emmanuel Quigley is probably Quigley. yeah he should have probably should have won Rookie of the Year according to you guys. But Thank the, you. But the, <laughs> but the draft was so sort of bereft of frontline talent, and these guys playing as well is is a nice surprise. And I think you yeah. know, having that scorer versus playmaker debate, you know, hopefully. I don't know how prominent these guys will be in the playoffs, but hopefully they can play into the postseason and we can see how it goes. Yeah, I think the future is super bright for him. I mean, he's the youngest player in NBA history to record a triple-double. He had 22 points, 12 rebounds, 11 assists in his 10th game in the NBA against the Hawks on January 9th. He's someone that I drafted in fantasy basketball, and I'll say just, you know, his incredible court vision it it was one of like the true joys of this nba season which was mostly very miserable but um just being able to see him throw these highlight reel alley-oops to miles bridges uh 20 games into the year he was finally inserted into the starting lineup um I think the future's really bright for for Charlotte and for Lamelo, and I'm very happy for him that he proved all the the haters wrong. Surprise! I mean, it was great. There was a two week period where everybody was talking about Lamelo Ball. Then he went down, and then all of a sudden, Anthony Edwards got good, and then he threw down that just soul crushing dunk. And there was a two week period where everybody was talking about Anthony Edwards, and he was averaging like you know over 20 points a game during that time. And yep. it's nice to have these young guys come out and ball. I agree. I agree. Five seconds left, Ben. Anything you want to say? Speaking of ball, did you guys know that there's a 9.5 foot inflatable mask? That is the time. <laughs> that is the time. That is all the time we have there. Okay. Um, do we want? <laughs> do we want an eagle extension, or are we going to move ahead here for our last topic? You know, I could take a, a an easy twenty. All right, Wim, oh. let's give it to him. He's. Yep. Wait, Brandon, I think Whammy said he, he has to go. Last topic. Uh, here we go. So our last topic is going to be Kevin Durant. Kevin Durant, guys, posted a 49-point triple-double to save the hobbled Brooklyn Nets in Game 5 the other night against the Milwaukee Bucks. Durant had arguably the best performance of his career, uh, finished with 49 points on 16 of 23 shooting to go along with 17 rebounds, 10 assists, playing all 48 minutes in Brooklyn's 114-108 victory over Milwaukee. Whammy, give us a 30-second hot take. We know uh, time is of the essence for you. Go ahead, 30 seconds. Yeah, so uh, no one's ever done that in a playoff game, right? Or two other people have done that. That's, that's sort of the rub on that. And uh, I apparently it was all because uh, someone um, 
really rooked him on one of his burner accounts. He got a hot tweet, got under his skin a little bit, and uh, decided to go out there and win the game. So uh, social wow. media strikes again, and uh, Kevin Durant, the greatest NBA basketball player, is mad at uh, 20 or 25 people who dog him on Twitter. So That's your time, Wayne. Very nice. Good for the Nets. Ben, give us, uh, you have 30 seconds. Give us a hot take on this uh, incredible Kevin Durant performance against the Milwaukee Bucks. Go ahead, 30 seconds. Yeah, that uh, that burner account story was news to me. I uh, it's always a fake assumed story, Ben. It's a joke okay. story. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, well, I uh, before learning of that uh, real story um, that has been confirmed by by our NBA insider Whammy, yep. I exactly. I just assumed that it was actually Aunt Pearl who had brought Kevin an <laughs> extra big sandwich uh, after coming over from the rec center, brought him a foot long hoagie, and that is what, uh, <laughs> That's what made him. Yep, exactly. And that's what made him uh, ben, that's your time. get up to. Yeah, okay. Yeah, very nicely. Very nicely done, Ben. Wow, uh, 30 seconds, Team CW. Here we go. This was utterly remarkable, this performance by Durant, and also not terribly surprising, uh, if that makes sense. Utterly remarkable in that it was, you know, Durant looked completely automatic. He looked like a robot basically playing basketball, like he had some sort of algorithm so. and was just just literally hitting every single shot from the same spot on the court. And then also not remarkable in that, like the bucks look totally shook and in their head. And Kevin Durant's like one of the greatest players ever. That's my time. Uh, two minutes of communal thoughts on what's next for Durant, for, for the bucks, for the nets. Uh, are we worried about James Harden? Can Kyrie Irving make it back? Two minutes. Whammy, Ben, give us your thoughts. Share yeah. the rock. I'm don't just going to double down here. On, I just don't want to see the Nets winning. I mean, if they're going to be healthy, if the Nets were fully healthy, I'd love to see them go on and, and go out. But I don't want to see a you know one-legged James Harden and a no-legged Kyrie and then Kevin Durant going crazy. As fun as it was to see him going crazy, but like that last play where you know Harden was like meandering around the 40-foot away from the basket and then sort of just tossed it to Durant, and Durant, like you said, just algorithmically threw up a shot that you were like, yeah, that's you knew that was going in, and that just sort of crushed yeah. the Bucks. I, I just don't want to see teams... Like, I want to see good basketball. I, I know Dick, Kevin Durant was playing good basketball, but the rest of the Nets, it's not very fun to watch, and it's not very fun to watch teams that sort of just get crushed by their own incompetence. I would love to see two really good teams going at it when you're really seeing these baffling losses etc so anyway there you go it's kind of a yeah, weird, I mean, weird take the, no there were there were a couple of really strange moments in that game the so other night. one i don't know if you if you caught it whammy where durant passed Harden the ball and it just bounced off his head uh like harden wasn't even looking for it he harden just does not he look can't move healthy or yeah. right he should not be playing it's totally unsafe uh for him to be playing but but hey, it worked what, for what him what a, yeah. What do we know, right? Yeah, unlike um, this podcast, uh, I don't think the Brooklyn Nets respect uh, passing the rock, sharing the rock, and they definitely do not respect uh, other people's silence uh, and the rules uh, and uh, you know guidelines that are enforced um, yeah. in both uh, the game of basketball and the... Tough to watch, honestly. Yeah. And, you like and, to see three guys out there just sharing the rock, 
passing the rock. the rock. Yeah, respecting, respecting time, the rules. respecting each other's limits uh, yeah. of time. And that, guys, is all the time we have there. Very nice. Um, anything you want to plug, Whammy, at Whammy45 on TikTok, uh, on TikTok? I'd like to plug my top five NBA coaching list, which I'll be publishing okay. later today on Substack. Mm, no, just my, wait, you right? know, obviously Whammy45 on TikTok. I'm, I'm 18,000 away from a million on that one video. So mm. really looking at forward Whammy to that. 45, yeah. At Whammy45 on the talk, at Brandon Lizzie on Twitter. Yep. Uh, and we will find you and subscribe to you all across social media. We're selling merch, swishfm.com slash merch. Thanks very much for listening. Guys, I will talk to you next week. Bye, guys. Thank you very much. You've been listening to Swish, Swish. 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 Sw